Hello, and welcome to the revolution. It is a Hello, fine, everybody. fine day. It's Lisa, Andre, and Ian. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Yeah? All things considered, yeah. Ian, how are you doing? Um, I am I am hanging in there. Um, yeah, a little, little sleep, you know, not, not getting a lot of sleep, not eating well. Yeah. Pretty stressed out. Um, you know, you had coronavirus, and now we have global unrest, which is we just need to burn the house down. Yeah. But, um, yeah, stressed out. I, I think the thing is, like, like the eating thing is starting to get to me a little bit. I'm a little worried that I need to eat a little bit more. Yeah, we need to eat some green shit. We've been eating some processed stuff. I have not had this many carbs since like, I was in middle school. <laughs> so It's like I don't have the energy to shop mm-hmm. or cook. You know, life has been put on hold because we got to get shit done. Yeah. And shit needs to get done. So that's how I'm doing. Um, I'm so mad that I'm forgetting to, like, do basic human shit, like eat or drink water. I don't think I showered for, like, three days. Yeah, I'm just, like, just, just angry, uh, calling, texting. I'm probably on a list. I've called so many police departments. Um, texted so many police departments and written them so many emails. I'm going to be on somebody's list. <laughs> I'm calling pigs out. <clears throat> I got I got law enforcement in my family. I got healthy respect. Look, if somebody's out here saying pig and you're offended, then you probably are one. If somebody says Karen, I don't get offended because I'm not a Karen, right? I'm a white middle-aged lady. I'm not going to call the cops on your barbecue. So don't get offended if y'all go off on Karens. So if people are saying pig and you're not one, shut up. <laughs> But if yeah. you're a racist fucking cop with a badge, yeah, that means you, bitch. Yeah, and we're gonna get you get gone. We're gonna get rid of you. Uh, but we'll get to that. Um, she said, it "Keeps being that my friends texting me while I'm doing this." Um, well, see, that's the thing is that I mean, like even in our discussion beforehand, because we're all having this talk, you know, and this mm-hmm. is what we want to get into, and why don't we just dive into it? Is yeah. that you know, we're all having this this discussion. Those of us who are not black, right? Right. And right. there's varying degrees of that. Some people are brown and have faced uh, discrimination. Some uh, women have faced discrimination. But right now, we're talking about black lives. Right. So it's good for all of us to have this discussion because we don't know what to do because this is a system we've been raised in. How do what what is change? This oh. is what I'm I'm trying to trying to figure out is. What is change? How do we see it? And there are things, we're going to go through things that we want to see. And that's the confusing part, at least for me, is that you you know there's an issue, there's a problem. And you want Mm -hmm. to change the problem, and you want to be part of the change. But a lot of us don't know what the world looks like other than what it is. So we... yeah. We are change is scary, but it's necessary at this point. I think it starts with defunding the police and then abolishing the police. The police started as a government entity to hunt down runaway slaves. Slave catchers. And we have kept yeah. it ever since. And it makes no sense that we have one governmental body to handle all levels of different crime. It it just it's outdated, and as we can see. Heavily problematic and dangerous to people. Right. I mean, here's the thing. Like, and again, when I have called the cops, they don't do shit. They don't either solve the problem or they escalate it. I called the cops one time because these people were hotboxing weed in front of the house. I just wanted them to like, I'm like, well, I probably should say something to them. But I called the cops and I didn't look to see it was a a car full of black kids. Next thing I know, five squad cars roll up on these kids. They're crying. They're like, the car was stolen. You need to give a statement, ma'am. And I'm like, no, I ain't get fucking giving a statement. What the fuck? They were just smoking weed. And I was like, I'm sorry I didn't just come out and go, hey, guys, can you just roll down in front of the park? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go back to my old ways. I'm never calling the motherfucking cops again. Well, here, this is the thing. This is the thing is that. This is a, the, the, the neighborhood we live in, there's a lot of kids, okay? And, and the thing about weed, I have nothing wrong with weed. No. You know, smoke that, smoke that I shit up. I just didn't up. want it blowing in the window. The problem is, it's is dumb. that, like, back in my day, when we, when we would go and smoke, we were off the trail. You know, we, we were, e- and this goes for, like, just regular smokers, too, just cigarette smokers. When you smoke, 
not to be offensive, get your shit off somewhere else. You're not. That's Simple. what that's what yeah. we always did with yeah. our cigarettes. The thing with the weed is, is that it it it. I call. I we used to call the cops on everyone who was smoking weed out there because we have the college here, and everyone's coming and they're just leaving trash. Everyone, everyone's doing it. And you know the worst culprit were the white kids. Mm-hmm. So, but we called. We called one time on a bunch of white kids. Cops came down, had a little talking to them, and let them drive off. Sure. So this is what we're talking about. So we're not just calling cops on because p- kids are but black. But now i got a different attitude. Now I'm going to go out and go, hey, man, um, awesome, 420. Hey, can you go in front of the park? I'm not going to call the cops yeah. on y'all. I'll pick up the trash after you leave. I don't give a fuck. No. I'm not going to. I'm so, an- fuck you. And I got law enforcement in my family. I love those people. They're good people. They're not out here doing this shit. So I'm not talking to them. They know that. Let's get to where we are. Because we can go on a rage spiral about the pigs right now. But let's get into Tatiana Mack put a tweet out um, on June 5th. This is her her handle on Twitter is Tatiana Mack. T-A-T-I-A-N-A-T Mack. And she's got some advice for people who are, this is your first revolution. Or maybe you've come out of the fog, the white fog. Uh, maybe you're, maybe you're, whatever your situation, she's got some really good advice for white people. And she starts it, white people. we got to talk about burnout. You aren't conditioned to be thinking about race this much because of your privilege. We need you to do all you're doing today, tomorrow, and until the end of time. Let's talk about ways to focus on current and systemic change. You're asking a lot of questions and receiving a lot of answers and being overloaded. Systemic. You can't learn everything uh, right now. Make a list. Learn how to find the answers yourself before asking. Take the time to actually look it up. Read multiple sources. Sit with it. Big donation. Big donations is a great way to fuel the movement. Budget and set up recurring donations. Consider how much you can give. Can you give more? You can give five thousand in one swoop. Can you give four hundred dollars a month? Systemic. Ask your bosses about recurring matches for do- donations long term. You know, like we're always tasked with fixing climate change well 70 percent of climate change is the fuck shit of corporations you mm-hmm. not flush you letting the, to- the toilet sit there with dookie in it you ain't doing nothing but making your house smell like shit go to the people who have the power around you in your lives and ask them task them is what tatiana's saying Yes. If you're in three book clubs with loved ones cramming for the anti-racist test now, set monthly recurring reminders to write short reflections, mistakes made, lessons learned, see your own progress. Systemic. Mm -hmm. Build black authors into your life. Fiction. Non-race-based nonfiction. And I'm going to say this about entertainment. Start watching black shit on Netflix. It's right there in front of you. Watch Black as Fuck. Go on Hulu. Watch Clean Sugar. Find some black shit. Watch Power. Watch Empire. It's good shit. And, and Hell, if you want to go old school, watch Sanford and Son. And even you can uh, also watch Just Mercy. Yeah. I think it's it's for free on, on Prime now. Thirteen when they see us. Type black shit to watch on Netflix. Yeah. They got a list for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um did you want to say something in before I Well, I'm just saying, you know, even Keith Ellison said, you know, the entertainment world, you know, take this on yourself. Create more shit. Change yeah. the culture. Uh, examine where your money goes long term. Are you still buying from Amazon? It's going to take. Um, um, I fucked it up. I clicked the wrong thing on my thing. It's the Gen Xer with a computer. Uh, it's lost. Um, examine where your money goes. Are you still buying from Amazon? It's going to take time and patience, but research black owned businesses to support instead. Systemic. Boycott massively, massively complicit companies. I can't mm. say this enough about cutting off the fire. No. I used to do this back in my young activist days. I would go into establish. My friends thought it was so fucking obnoxious. I'd go in and go, hey, what are your politics before to order the sandwich? My friends were like, this is when I had armpit hair. You know, I was one of those obnoxious kids. But, you know, we got shit done. We changed shit on our own campus and our own city. Anyway, not looking for a cookie. But we go in and go, what are your politics? So I'm about to go do business with somebody locally, and I'm going to walk into that store, and I'm going to go, hey, before I get this done, what are your politics? Are y'all Nazis? Or are you changing? Where are you? And if I even smell bacon coming off of you, I'm out. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Can we talk really quickly about the – 
all I the just, brands that are coming out yeah um in 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 um defense of black lives matter uh and I, i'll say i think it's great i just hope that it's more than a, a safe face kind of thing if you get what i mean well just stay on you know yeah. Stay yeah. on them. Yeah. If they if Stay they if they realize that they, oh oh the revolution's over it's been three weeks we're tired of it no 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 yeah keep it up yeah you're confronting people right now you're fired up will you stay that way in a few months when fewer peers are still here systemic evaluate your long term commitments to this work build vocabulary to address racism figure out your if they do this I will do this figure that out just build it in make it a habit. Like brushing your teeth. You're making a lot of mistakes right now. You're learning a lot of lessons. Sit with it. Systemic. Teach it to all the people around you, especially the ones who like you. I have a lot of friends. They like me. And I've had friends lately that got inflated and bro blocked who said, I like you, Lisa, but you don't have to be so militant. Why are you so upset about this? Block. I took the time to explain to two other people before I, I shit can them why I was shit canning them. And a fourth I'm hanging on to after I went, I've been doing this since I was eight years old. Have you just been ignoring 98% of the shit that comes out of my mouth? No, 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 no. Yeah. I want to learn. So that person gets to stay. So those are that was Taniana Mack's tweet to get you started. Ease into it, white people. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of people who are stressed out going, what did I do? What did I do? And there's no one way to do any of this. You're showing up. The fact that you're asking, what did I do and what can I do? That's awesome. Just keep going. And also, this is a marathon, not a sprint. So daily, it's like y'all got told you have bad cholesterol, so you stopped eating things gradually. If you were doing it right, you started systematically reducing all that shit out of your diet. And now you don't miss all of that fat in your diet. You don't miss all that bad stuff. Mm -hmm. You are going to like systematically root out all that racism. And I'm telling you what, you're going to be, you're going to feel so much better. It's going to clean up your pores. It's going to make your skin glow. You're going to get taller. <laughs> get taller. So I'm going to be nine feet tall at the end of the week. <laughs> So yeah, I'm then doing something wrong then. There's a video out there, Kimberly Jones video. I'm going to give you some sources and then we're going to go back and forth about some tips and stuff. I'm not trying to dominate the conversation. Kimberly Jones video. On, if you go to YouTube, Kimberly Jones, she's an NAACP uh, Image Award recipient in 2020. It doesn't even matter. She's a black woman and we should listen to black women. Listen to black women. It's called How Can We Win? And if you need to have a starting place uh, with your white friends on like, what did we do? How did this happen? Andre started it, off, started it off with a beautiful piece of history in two seconds about where the cops came from, slave catchers. So Kimberly Jones takes us into how can we win. She explains to you the difference between protesters, looters, and rioters. And she breaks down 400 years of oppression. It's only 10 minutes long. It's roughly the same length of the lynching video of George Floyd. And we should bear witness to both um, because that's where we start. Y'all are just now coming to the conversation. Black people have been here. They were drugged here on boats, tortured, and enslaved, and it's never stopped. Yes, LeBron's had a career. Yes, black people do hip-hop. They make cool shit. We buy their sneakers. But for, yeah. by and large, black people, enslavement has never fucking stopped, and she explains it's why. It's important, yeah, it's important to realize that I saw a great tweet that said, racism never goes away, it just mutates. It takes different forms. So once you, I think that's the first step. Once you understand that, then you start noticing a lot of things for sure. And if it hasn't touched you and you're unaware, that's white privilege. Yeah, it's a privilege to, to learn about racism instead of actually experiencing it, yeah. And as Banksy is saying, as a lot of people are saying, this is our problem, this is a white problem. So there's a lot of white people who are going out in the streets and they're doing stuff and we're all going, uh, they're trying, they're trying. Just in, <laughs> this, in this baby revolution that's about to be a groundswell, let's be very patient with our brothers and sisters who are out in the streets. Can we please do that? Before I go on, there's a master doc that has been um, curated by Botanical Dyke on Twitter, at Botanical Dyke. That's their handle. They have put together a really good list. It is in the bio 
uh, for our Instagram. We'll promote that when we promote the show. It's a really great resource because there are there's all kinds of really good shit on this list. This master list has um, it has um, lawyers, resources. It's got bail funds and nonprofits. It's got all of these goodies in there of um, where you can do action. It's just chocked full of legit sourced out thing. Now, I'm sure that probably some things can sneak into the weeds. There's a lot of grifters who come out in these situations every single fucking time that there's some worldwide thing going on. The grifters come out. The bots come out. The Russians get out. Putin's got a heart on. He's standing on his lawn right now, you know, masturbating. So just understand that not everything is perfect, but this document that we've put up, it's a master doc of lists and resources that's been pulled together by Botanical Dyke. That's a good place to start. There's just pick one action on there, memorize one piece of source on there. That's awesome. So that's that. Okay, I got it. Let's go on now. So this is our protest tips. You want to lead us into the protest tips there, Andre? Yeah, so um, the things on, on this list are, um, at least for me, things that I have uh, seen being circulated uh, during the past two weeks. Um, but this first one, I think, Lisa, you put it in there. Find out what black people need. I think that's a great idea. Um, realize that if you're a white person going to those protests, then, then you are a guest, essentially. You know, you're there to support your black black brothers and sisters, but you need to find out what they need first. If you get tear gassed, there's a couple of things you do not want to do. Do not, for the love of God, let anybody put milk in your eyes. That shit is dangerous. I understand why people would do that, but don't do that. <laughs> well, I mean, if you, but are, if, you know, if you've got to put some cow pus in your eyes because it's on flame and it's the only thing to hand, I mean, go ahead. Maybe blot some Ben and Jerry's pecan resist in your eyes just for a minute because it's going to feel cool. <laughs> but but there are the solutions solutions to milk. Yeah. Do we know what the other yeah. solutions are? Do we know what the other alternatives to milk are besides just plain old um, water? No, there's a specific um, liquid. I can look it up if you yeah, want to there's, there's, the there's yeah. a, a medical a medical solution, like the kind that they use in um, in the labs. Like an eye wash. Yeah, that you... Because I, I was watching a video uh, of, of a filmmaker getting tear gassed, and there was an EM... Not an EMT, I think a nurse, and she was helping people going down the line, and she was pouring out something out of something that looked... Right. Professional. Or Ben and Jerry's pecan resist. Just dot that it in works your eyes. too. Maybe uh, they not. put out a statement this week. By the way, y'all got to read that Black Lives Matter uh, white supremacy dismantling on Ben and Jerry's website. Ben and Jerry's for life, yo. Okay, but go back while Andre's looking up the 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 eye wash thing. Find out what Black people need. Let's go back to that. That depends in your community. If Black Lives Matter or a Black person or group has organized your meeting, reach out to them. And ask them, like one, like the, the L.A. organizer, one of the L.A. organizers said, I need you to come down with brooms and mops and buckets and stuff. So when this is over, we're going to clean up the streets. Also, black people don't have to be the ones grabbing the brick out of Trevor's hands. You, Whitey, should go up to Trevor and also take the brick out of his hands while he's out there to fuck shit up. For either he's been paid, coerced, uh, he was bored at home, he d he's ignorant. You can go up and just take the skateboard away from the idiot who's there, you know. If they're a big white supremacist, maybe just film him safely from far away. But anyway, start, what do black people need? And each community is going to have maybe a different answer. And if you are a white organizer in your small town, do the research. Look at what other people are, how they're doing it. What, how did they organize? Reach out to Black Lives Matter. There's plenty of people who will be able to help you instruct on how to organize your march, uh, how to pull those permits, how to be legitimate, how to like do to how to activist. They can show you how to activist. You know, there's plenty of people around who are too old, crickety to get out in these streets, but we've been in these streets. We're here for you. Reach out. We'll, we'll do our best, uh, our very best to help you and aid you in, in whatever you need. Okay, let's go back to the eyewash thing. Um, so there, there are a couple of things that you can do um, to neutralize the tear gas. Um, a couple of things are face the wind. If there's, if there's wind there, but if not, um, in Hong Kong, uh, the protesters would carry around bottles of baking soda and water. Mm -hmm. So it's three teaspoons of powder for every eight and a half ounces of liquid. 
and just spray it on your face. Don't spray it directly in your eyes, but just spray it on your face. It should neutralize the tear gas immediately. Yeah. Wow, interesting. You're not going to feel uh, relief. I've been tear gassed. <laughs> relief comes... I've, I've, I've caught the... Um, when I was living downtown and the riots... What, it, this was a football riot, by the way. This was for sports. Oh. You know, let's talk about that. Why people were all um, But it would be like right in front of my house on the other side. And I was walking home one night and they had been tear gassed and I caught some of it. And it was nowhere near as bad as it could have been. But it was like, yeah, it's not it's not very pleasant. It's not great. I I, I, my, I recovered for being tear gassed three days later. <laughs> I was a mole. I was just like, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> Uh, you got this one, like, okay, we know no contact lenses or makeup. It uh, First yeah. of all, the contact lens is in there. It's floating around now. It's got stuff trapped under it. That's That makes sense. But makeup also, your tear gas will cling to it. So try to, like, yeah. make sure you go in product free. And your mask is your best friend, right? Because we are in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> Yay. It's, uh, it's 2020. So, you know, you can do a lot of coverage with your face. You could just go full on wrap you know, uh, mm -hmm. to your face. So that will give you, and then wear some goggles for fuck's sake. You yeah. can wear goggles too, uh, that completely give you eye protection. So I, I would go to the Hong Kong protesters just as a playbook. They've been at this for a year and they yeah. have some really ingenious hacks on, um, how to like protect themselves from the fascist cops. You got here cover tattoos. What does that mean? Um, so a lot of people have said that, um, at least in the very beginning, they would find people who were at the process on social media and go and arrest them. And so you want to make sure that you don't have any identifiable things that could be either on the news or retweeted um, because there, there have been cases where protests have happened and then months later people get arrested because of it. Really? So, yeah. So if you have any like any sort of striking hair color, maybe wear a hat. If you have tattoos on your your hands, wear some gloves. It, on your arms, just wear some long sleeves. I know it's summer, but you just got to protect yourself. So you're basically telling people to dress like Antifa. <laughs> Here's the thing. They're, they're going I mean, after people who have not done anything wrong. Yeah, I wrong. was going to say, is, is the ACLU on this fucking shit? Because if you're not doing anything uh, wrong, there's no well, reason. Well, it's, it's, it's the whole curfew thing. It's the whole curfew yeah, thing. the fascist they curfew. They can get oh, them shit. on that okay. if they're in yeah, violation of the curfew. Got it, got it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Everybody's showing their ass. All these wow. fascists in the street. Um, okay, cool. And keep, and let's go. And keep going. I have here that realize that a peaceful protest is never guaranteed. And I want to point that out because um, normally, if a protest does not end up being peaceful, it is not. It is always police. As far as I've seen on every single thing, it is always police inciting the violence. Mm -hmm. And that's what, that's what they're being told to do, unfortunately. So... Uh, going to a protest is no joke. It's not an Instagram moment. It's not, I want to go outside because I've been stuck in my house. It's you're there for a reason and know that at any moment, things could, things could turn sideways. Uh, the, Cause these groups are being infiltrated by the Hawaiian shirt wearing boogaloos. Thanks for the, uh, ruining the Hawaiian shirt. Uh, fuckheads. Um, they're being infiltrated by anti, uh, antifa and uh, like fake antifa groups that are posing as that. Um, Daily Stormer, Proud Boys, all those groups. So your little peaceful protest may be the moment that they decide to, to pull up and, and start some violence. And the reason everybody's in the street is because the Grand Wizard in the White House um, is telling people to dominate, telling these cops to dominate. And that's why you see a lot more police brutality. But, you know, we're going to be defunding these police uh, one lawsuit at a time. Keep uh, hurting and killing black people, I mean white people, and see what happens, y'all. You yeah. play in yourselves. I'm going to go to this next one. Write numbers on your body. We used to do this when we were out in the streets with ACT UP. We didn't have cell phones. But, like, you would, like, bring, like, we used to bring notebooks with all of our resources in it, and it would be in our backpacks. Well, if the cops take your backpack or they shake you down, if you get arrested, uh, we started writing with grease pencil. Now there's a body pen you can order. Just look at body pens, and you can write um, numbers on your arms. You can cover that up. I don't think it'll, I think if it's, Thick Is enough, it like, like magic ours. marker where you get the yeah, we, well, we used to it? just straight up use magic marker, oh. uh, but even that sweats off. But there's like an ink pen or whatever. Find a way to somewhere on your body write a number because we don't remember cell phone numbers. If your cell phone gets smashed um, or confiscated, oh. you have your emergency contact and maybe your lawyer's number or a bail uh, company. You want to be able to have that number to hand when you get your phone mm -hmm. call. 
uh, at the police. So we got, uh, I was talking about edge of the crowd. If you don't feel comfortable being in the swarm in a pandemic uh, toward the front, stay on the edges and record as best you can. Get into a safe place, squat yeah. down, hide, take your flash off. Hopefully you got a good, um, you know, night vision. <laughs> my have, on my iPhone 11 Pro, I can see in the fucking dark. So get, make sure you get the shot. Darnella Frazier, the 17-year-old who recorded the execution of George Floyd, she is one of the reasons why we're here. George forfeited his life unwillingly by being lynched by a cop, four cops, and Darnella captured it. This is going to sound however it's going to sound. She shot it like a pro. Um, and because her hand was steady, we got to bear witness to what these cops do on the regular. So if you're going to be able to do anything, maybe you're maybe it's coming down your street and on your balcony. That's why we're seeing all these videos. People are capturing it on tape. Because I'm telling you, I shudder to think of what all happened? of these moments through yeah. history. Think about all the times we didn't have cameras. Yeah. We didn't have cell phones. And now they only they only get charged if we catch them. So now we're the slave slave catchers. You know, we're the will we be the slave catcher catchers? So essentially every time you come in contact with the police, you gotta be rolling. Roll. It's your own body cam. But I gotta I gotta say yeah. Tim Cook, if you're listening, I know you listen to the podcast every week. Uh, hey, Tim. Um, I just need you to do something for me. I need you to get your people or Samsung, any of you guys, anybody listening, uh, you want to, if Silicon Beach is listening, we need to get an Apple-friendly, cute little, you can charge $400 for it. We'll go fund me these things that we can wear on our chest that are our own cameras that record to a cloud. It's a little clip-on thing, so you're not holding up this big, obvious brick to the, mm -hmm. to the cops. I know they yeah. sell a lot of stuff in spy shops that people should investigate, but we should have like a little cute, you know, eye body camera that's on our <laughs> chest that's constantly, it's like you give it to a black person is, and then they just, they get up in the morning. Well, actually, they just wear it all the time because they were shot in their house. Botham Jean and Brianna were shot in their house. So you just have it on all the time. You're in the shower, you're wearing it because the cops can kick your door in and shoot you in the head for showering while black. So, but if you go out of the house, you have this thing and it's just constantly updating to the cloud. Tim, call me. I know we talk every Friday. We have a coffee meeting on Friday. Just, I just, I just spitballing here, dude. Um, I like this one that you have. Don't make it about you. Explain what we mean by "don't make it about you," Andre. I think we covered it a little bit, but can you want to expound on it? Yeah, um, I've I've seen um, a lot of people say to white people that apart from the fact that you are, I guess, at these protests. Be aware of, of what how you're protesting. Um, I've seen a lot of black people on Twitter take issue with white people chanting, I can't breathe, um, because that has become, I mean, slogan is a bad word for it, but it's become the, the mantra of this, of this, these last two weeks. And it's, it's emblematic of the, the centuries of, of, police violence and murder and brutality against black people. Um, and when I read it, I was surprised because I, at first it was like, it felt like something that everyone could get behind, but then I realized, and this is the whole thing, you gotta learn it, you gotta learn it. It's the whole thing of like, we're, we're taking that and using that against them, you know? So that's just, that's just what I've I seen. I don't see that I I'm know. using it against them, but I do wanna listen to black voices. And if they're saying that that's not those are the those are the last words of three black men that we know of: Eric Garner, George Floyd, and the gentleman who was murdered two weeks before George Floyd by the same Minneapolis Police Department. There was just no one yep. there to record it, but there was witnesses who said he said, "I can't breathe either." So I get it. I think if there's an action like in Denver where you had a whole plaza of people, mostly white. Um, mixed in with the Black Lives Matter protesters. Well, they were all Black Lives Matter protesters. But it was, uh, they, they chanted, I can't breathe for eight minutes and 46 seconds. I think, is that, how are people feeling about those kinds of things? Is that, I haven't seen anything about that. that. I, I've, I'm, like, if it's like a demonstration, I've seen a lot of demonstrations of people 
I think it's the same when you're talking about where they're laying down on the ground and saying, I can't breathe for eight minutes and 46 seconds. I, I haven't heard anything against that. I think it's, I don't know. It's, it's a very, I'm just taking it cautiously because sure. if I see people saying, don't use it, that's ours. Then I'm not, I'm not going to use it. Yeah. I'm going to listen know? to that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take that now and invest in and do my own research on that. And cool. Copy that. Yeah. Uh, what I want to say is, like, you and I, we didn't get into a fracas, you and I. You and I don't fight. We're girlfriends. But um, I posted up something on Facebook about this new, the mayor of D.C., uh, Mayor Bowser, um, painting Black Lives Matter in the street that led up to the people's house uh, where um, dick shit lives. So he can see out the window and see what that means because he's been taking over the district's uh, streets with cops and, and all kinds of um, white supremacists. They're just Nazis in the fucking streets. And D.C.'s been fighting for statehood for forever, so they can uh, not be run amok through by whatever sitting president wants to do whatever. But then you were telling me, you know, hey, then there's a lot of voices out there saying, like even Black Lives Matter said they didn't appreciate it. So let's talk about that. Like, how are we processing that? I mean, how do y'all feel about that? We need to ask black people, but since we're here. Well, yeah, at, at, at first, when I saw it, um, I was like, okay, but like, where are the policy changes? Like, for me, it was like, I don't know, it just felt, it felt like, it felt like these brands coming out and, and defending Black Lives Matter, like, is this actually going to do anything? Um, and I saw last night, right before I went to bed, there were people in that same street painting defund the police in yellow letters right next to Black Li- the Black Lives Matter on the road. Because they were like, you know, we need actual change. So sure. we're, ju- I, we're just going to keep adding to this thing, which I love. And that's great, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think first of all, it gets the attention of 45. He's going to inspect that brunt bunker so many times this week. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is shitting in his, prefer- his, his old saggy drawers because at night when it's quieted down and he's got re- grease running down his elbow from jerking off in the bed and tweeting, you know, before he goes to sit on the shitter and finish his tweet, he's going to look out the fucking window and see this down the street. It's all this lit up, This is a too. direct trolling <clears throat> yeah. of the president. Yeah. But I also want to hear if black folks are like, oh, I don't know about that. No, but here's the thing. What we also know about our Congress right now is there's a pile of legislation on McConnell's desk that's not going anywhere. And we're also asking these police unions that are just rife with white supremacists to cull themselves? No. So I think everybody knows we're going to defund the police. That is the mantra in every fucking city. Los Angeles, our own mayor, even though he's problematic as fuck, just defunded our police somewhat, and now he's fighting back, and so now we want them both gone. But see, here's the here's the problem with sure. that is that they're in in L.A. Their budget is over a billion dollars. For what? And they are defunding the police budget. Yes, yes. the police I thought budget it was like is a over trillion a billion dollars, dollars or something like it's that. It's over a billion dollars. It's over a billion dollars. Yeah, and what they're taking away from that in this this modified budget is a fraction of that. Yeah. It's like they can't throw that they can't throw their extra clan party this year. So I didn't even know that about my own police. And I didn't know about police unions. I knew they existed. I didn't know how they can actually fund judges, the appointment of judges. So you see the school to pipeline incarceration, you know, big box store of black bodies going to to jail and shit. So Yeah. yeah, it's problematic. I think about this action though. And it was called performative and other things. It's really gotten attention. You can see it from fucking space. So, yes, as much as people have problems with it, keep adding to it. I mean, keep going all the way, pave all, right in all the fucking streets, right the names of. But I feel like all of these actions make up a big puzzle. The revolution is going to have fractures. If you watched any revolution in any country, but just look at our own in the 60s, Abby Hoffman was one who said, we can't get together and, and agree on lunch when they were like, you're all organizing. You're all a well-organized machine. He goes, we're a bunch of fucking hippies, yo. <laughs> we're not even doing our laundry half the time. We don't even have homes. Like, how are we hi- some highly organized? But they were a threat, right? right? 
And there's going to be things we're going to get wrong, and there's going to be missteps. But I don't. I just saw people get taken off of the big conversation because they were fighting about this painting in the street. And I'm like, all this energy y'all spent for this past what 72 hours now, you could have been out there yelling, you know, petitioning someone, calling your congressman, texting, you know, your police chief, tweeting at someone to do this very thing that we want to happen, like defund the police. I just feel like these kinds of things pull focus sure. and energy, and infighting is something we got to look out for. I think, well, I think, but I think the other side of it is that I think the reason people were turned off by it because it, it came off not as a sign of, uh, not as a sign of support, but as a means of appeasement. And I think people had an issue with that. I don't think if you talk to that mayor, no, she was straight up trolling him. She rolled her neck while she said, no, 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 no. I think everybody needs to really go and look literally at what Bowser said about that action. I think that might be the problem. The, mm. the mayor literally walked us through the council meeting where she said, you know what? Fuck this guy. This, is what we're, this was not a appeasing anyone. This, was, this is trolling a reality star guy who got bought by a Russian uh, yeah. oh, enemy. That's yeah. what that was. Yeah. That's what uh, she says it was. After, after and I'm going to listen to black women. into her streets. Yeah, I'm going to listen to black women oh. on this one. But I also hear... I, I'm not the ultimate judge. I'm just a white woman trying not to be a Karen in 2020. <laughs> um, what can you do at home? Let's talk about that. So a lot of us are not going to be out in the streets, various raising underlying health conditions, too old, too fat, can't run. Um, need my eyes. But I'm also supporting like hell the people who are in the streets. You're brave. I respect you. I love you for being out there. And I am going to participate in a couple of these actions coming up. I just got to figure out where I'm going to be in that. How can I help? Not just be another, you know, I got to figure it out. But we can do shit at home. There's plenty of stuff we can do at home. There's plenty. In fact, it, this is the time the maybe, you you know, the government is giving you a check to protest them. So, hey, we got the time. Um, so let's go to this list. Lead us to this list. Um, Ian, you want to lead us to this list? Uh, let's see. Don't ask black people what you can do to be more anti-racist. Do your own research. Something we said earlier, this, uh, right? You know, do the work. What did I do? No. Shaniqua. <laughs> How did I offend you, Shaniqua? So you're asking Shaniqua, who comes in your store and who buys cookies from you every day from your bake shop, to sit there and explain real quick because, you know, Becky's got to get back to work. Uh, 400 years of oppression and rage and lynching and violence and all that. That's not Shaniqua's job. In fact, yeah. I use Shaniqua. My friend is Shaniqua. She would be like, I would probably take the woman's cookies and throw them back in her face. <laughs> and hope that the chocolate chips were hot so they'd stick to her face. But like, you know, that is, we're, it's ridiculous. We're asking, we're asking black people to explain their own oppression don't yeah do i don't think i don't think people realize how like also how painful it can be for for black people to do that like to to it's try painful. to explain and relive their experiences like just do what do what we said to do and go watch black shit on netflix start there just start there read some books read also some articles recognize yeah. the first step and you're not like uh, you know your journey your long lifetime journey starts with recognizing that the help is bullshit it's oh white my God. savior bullshit viola davis has even said she regretted being in the film black actors don't have choices they only get so many roles they like hattie mcdaniel yeah. said i can either be a maid or get paid to play a maid and the old, uh, you know, the old South. So, yes, everybody had a problem with that in the cast. And, you know, they didn't get into fights with their white fellow actors or whatever. But, y'all, the help is trending right now on Netflix. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? It's white but savior also, bullshit. Yeah, but also, like, I would, I would watch it and, and realize why it's problematic. Like, sit down and, and, and figure out why, why is this problematic? Where's the white savior oh, tendencies and complexes? Yeah. That's a good one. I would, if you haven't watched it already, it's, it, yeah, I would, I don't Biggest know. Biggest point about I that guess. film is like Viola Davis plays a woman who ends up becoming a writer. She is an eloquent woman who knows her thoughts. This is her story. 
ironically written by a white woman through a white filter. Problem right. number one. Number two, here's a woman this entire time who's playing a maid in this story, and at the end, she tells the little white girl who's being abused by her no-count mama, you is kind, you is important. You All of a sudden, she doesn't know how to use verbs. Yeah. Are you fucking shitting me? And everybody's like, oh, the little black ladies down little That was just the most racist fucking white filter shit I was just sitting there the entire time the movie came out just going, I'm going to throw something. And then we get to the end and I'm like, you is kind, you is important. Get out of here with that fucking white shit. Anyway, you said, uh, I'll, I'll hit the next one. Do not retweet violent videos without some sort of trigger or content warning. I agree with this. How I actually saw George Floyd's execution was I, f- I follow just a C. Again, another thing you do, just load up a Twitter account. You can have a secret one so all your white friends won't know that you're following black folks. And get in there and just I just follow nothing but pretty much 80% of my feed, 85% of my feed is black Twitter. And again, I'm not trying to get invited to the barbecue. I'm not looking for brownie points. I'm not Rachel Sol- Dalazala, whatever the bitch's name is. <laughs> I'm not trying to, like, get white, black clout. It's just... What we're fighting is it, we just fight it because it is right to fight it. Yeah. You're not going to get a pair of Jordans at the end of this. You're not going to get invited to the barbecue with your raisin right. carrot potato salad. But Go it is right to be vehemently anti-racist and complicit in the rebuilding of the system, right? So that's I want to say that. So this video popped up, and I just – I. Normally, I make myself watch them, but I have to, like, it's like jumping rope. I'm like, okay, okay. And then I feel very white doing that. This person's experiencing this. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have to watch it. I don't like watching snuff films or porn like that or any of that kind of shit, like, because I feel helpless. And then I'm like, fuck, just imagine being black. So I made myself watch it, and I remember screaming in the house so loud that the dog went shooting out into the backyard like he was trembling I was just shaking and choking with rage and he Ian was working and I was texting him I was like I can't fucking think right now I'm so I wanted to go out and just burn shit to the ground and I'm like imagine being black I always go back to that imagine if you're a black person and this is Tuesday this is every fucking day of your life but a lot of people are not built for that right now, especially people who are looking very fragile places already with the pandemic. So, yeah, put trigger warning on your content, but I do want you to watch that video of George Floyd being executed. Yeah, you have to watch it. Yeah, those, those content do. warnings are are more for, for black people because... Yeah. They're just getting they're, hit with it. They're getting hit with it. They're exhausted. I mean, you think you're tired, like imagine. Imagine, Again, imagine, imagine if yeah. I was yeah. black every single yeah. day. And that's part of the that's part of the consciousness that needs to change. Yeah, yeah. Um, because don't be we don't, to have we, these don't conversations. we don't even think that we don't. Yeah, don't be afraid to have these conversations. Don't be afraid to like go. Okay, how white am I? I'm not. I'm not trying to set myself up as like, oh, look at me. I'm Ari Velshi. I am like, what is that? What was that dude? Not Ari. Ari's my dude. He's my homie. He was out in the streets. Who's the guy? Who's the other guy? The the one who's the hip hop guy on MSNBC. Oh, um, Ari Melber. Ari Melber, another Ari. It, like, I love that dude. but Ali like, Velshi and Ari Melber. Yeah, and it's just like, I, sometimes he makes me like, he wants, it looks like he wants to be black so bad. I'm just like, hey. Mm. But, I don't know why I got from that tangent, but it's okay to, to still not know and to, to educate yourself. And that's the important part. Yeah. Educate yourself. And if you get schooled hard by a, a black person, take it. Learn yeah. from it. I do it all the time. I like I will have people call me out, call me down. What the fuck? Lisa, that was racist. That was backhanded. That was I'm like, oh fuck, what? Oh fuck. Not my intent. How do I change? How do I change? I don't go, well guys, I'm not racist. I didn't mean that. I immediately go, Okay. I have to take that in it's like when we started talking about LGBTQI plus and, and the queer community. We used to just be queer. We got called queer as a slur, so we called mm-hmm. ourselves queer. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, but I'm ace, but I'm bi, but I'm pan. Now that's pan. And some people mm-hmm. are non-binary. And now it's like there are new 
And I don't get exhausted by like, I had to learn those four words. Now I'm exhausted. I have to Literally, learn six yeah. more words. Oh, my God. Th- are we going to use the entire alphabet? We might, bitch. We might be using all the alphabet. So That's you the have plan. To, that's the gay agenda. We're gonna that's take right. We're just the whole we're alphabet. trying to teach all your A, B, Cs. But, like, I'm fine with that. Somebody corrects me and goes, I'm they. You've called me she or he. I'm they. Yeah. I am sorry. Consider me corrected. Yeah. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's okay to like exactly. learn and, ad- and admit you're wrong. It's hard getting that across, especially especially today when everybody has a platform yeah. that they can speak their mind. It's hard for people. And I noticed that on the whole Blackout Tuesday thing, I I, I did it right before I got on the road to go home. I put out put out the, the Blackout thing and then I put hashtag Black Lives Matter. And I didn't know until I stopped at a gas station. I had a couple of people texting me like, hey, take that hashtag out because it's it's um, making the ex- the info for the Black Lives Matter movement impossible to find because right. it's, it's all just like black screen. So I took it out and I said, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Sure. And that was that. You I know? did the same thing. I went to bed that uh, Monday night before going into the Tuesday and all of our things had the black squares and then it had Black Lives Matter. And I was like, oh, okay. I woke up at like, you know, eight and was like, oh, fuck. Sorry, fuck it, got it, got yeah. it, got it. But then yeah. I had all my other white friends going, let's talk about the black square for 48 hours. I'm like, bitch, move on. It's a revolution. That was 15 seconds ago. We done, yeah. we done, yeah. we done. So let's go. Next time we get it right. If you get it wrong, learn, but move quickly on to the next action. Don't take, we don't have time in a revolution to talk about a black square for four fucking days. We don't have time for that. Yeah. We, and the Black Lives Letter Matter in the street, those letters. I let's move the fuck on from this conversation, okay? Uh, because they're they're beating the shit out of people, twenty four seven. They're taking shifts now, and that's now becoming. I'm excited. I know this sounds really horrible. I'm excited about what's going to come out of that. It's horrible that people are being beaten, but you're beating the shit out of white people now. And now we're going to see what happens to you. When you beat, I mean, this is this is just how how history has just happened. You know, any significant human rights issue that has been changed, it only got changed until white people started becoming the brunt of it. In the '60s, until that, there was the the three. There was was it two Jewish guys and a black guy, or two black guys and a Jewish guy? They go down to register voters in the South from the North. And they disappear. And then they find that car in the swamp. And it's got a white Jewish kid in there. That's Mm -hmm. what changed Lyndon B. Johnson's mind. They had to murder a white kid. Black people don't even get any justice just being murdered. Because it's like, oh, yeah. How many names have we had to chant? Botham Jean, Walter Scott, Emmett Till. We go all the way back to Emmett Till. We think about Emmett Till still because that white bitch on her deathbed said, I made it up. I just, I find it, but we got, if we got to do it, we got to do it. And they just killed a girl. She died of asthma by being tear gassed. Can we just talk about how draconian and shitty and against the Constitution it is to tear glass gas people in a pan fucking with a virus yep. that attacks your respiratory system? Fucking guys. So this girl died. Um, I don't have her name in front of me. I'm so sorry. I'll post it up somewhere. It just happened. I just I, I know it happened a couple of days ago, but everything's moving so fast. But it's like that's turning the tide with a lot of people. People are going, holy shit. Also, for old people seeing the military in our streets, our military in our streets coming for us. So all of these, uh, these people who get a hard-on for the original founders of the, of the Constitution, they're pissed off. Sarah Grossman. Sarah Grossman. Remember Sarah Grossman. Um, so, yeah, let's continue on the rest of the list because we, we know Lisa's going to spiral. You want to finish it, uh, Ian? Uh, let's see here. Uh, donate and sign petitions, but make sure those links are legitimate. As we said, to reemphasize, if you're sharing something, don't just get a link from somebody. Go into the link. See who it's connected to. We know Sean King's problematic. Everybody goes back and forth on Sean King. Best just avoid that right now. He's not the only person who's uh, owning these petitions. So just be careful about who's grifting, what are their intentions. And if you don't know, don't share it. Right. 
Yeah, do your homework. And then the last one on this list. Um, and this last one, and Andre said it earlier, realize that it is a privilege to learn about racism instead of experiencing it. Yeah. You are going to come away angry, hurt, upset about what's happened to black people. It happens every time I just sit with it. I, I, I brim over, and I always go back to, and I'm feeling this and I'm white, but sit with it, percolate yeah. it, bring it into your system, put it into your blood, be as mad, hold their lives as precious as your own. Exactly. And then you'll begin to, then you'll understand. You won't have to ask a black person what to do. Once you take it on board and you, and you understand, fully immerse yourself in what black people, as much as you can understand, because you'll never understand if you're, if you're not black, but as long as you take that and just keep on taking that into your system, into your psyche, into your very fabric of your soul, then you won't have to ask. And if something yeah. is happening in front of you, you'll jump in front. You'll put your body between you and that black person and be like, what the fuck problem is? You don't need to talk to the manager. You're talking to fucking me. Whatever the scenario is. Yeah. And then the last one is how to talk to Nazis in your family. Um, I, I don't say it very nice. I keep using the word Nazi. People are like, should you use the word Nazi? Oh, yeah, this is what Nazis do. They systematically commit yeah. genocide to erase a certain group of people off the earth. This is Nazi shit. So uh, whatever term you want to call it, it's white exactly supremacists. That's what they did. What they did. Yeah, you're, uh, just Nazi is quicker. Yeah. Gets to the point. So <laughs> I don't know how y'all are doing this. I cut all of the Nazis out of my life and my family and in my friend group. In fact, somebody shocked me the other day. She was just she was winding herself up about um, those two girls defacing her Starbucks at the Grove. Bitch, what? And she's a queer like us. And I just unfriended her. I'm like, I don't even want to have this conversation with your old dad. She's like 62 years old. I'm like, we're done. But um, that's probably not very mature of me. So what do y'all do? <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, you just have to challenge challenge people. Don't do it over the internet. If you, I'm I'm talking more about like in, in your person, white families and your friends. Like realize the the passive racist statements that people make, the microaggressions, and challenge them on it. Challenge people who say all lives matter and blue lives matter. I tell you what. Trump's birthday is on June 14th, and I want us to get all birthdays matter trending. So you heard it here first. Let's do it. Saw it on Twitter. We're going to do it. June 14th. June 14th. Um, okay. All birthdays no. matter? All birth Hashtag all birthdays matter. Let's okay. do it. All right. Um, no, you. I feel like, it. at least for me, if I hear someone, especially in my family, say something really racist or really problematic, it's very hard for me to not say anything about it. Fortunately, my family is not like that. I've noticed a lot of my family have changed their tune after the whole George Floyd thing happened. They were very, I'm not going to say anti-Black Lives Matter. They were more on the side of All Lives Matter. But when this happened and there was irrefutable evidence, I can't believe it took George Floyd, the George Floyd thing to happen for this to actually change their minds. But this has changed a lot of people's minds. But, but challenge them on it, you know? All Lives Matter does not come from a place of inclusivity. People pretend that it does, so they have some moral high ground, but it doesn't. It 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 is there to delegitimize de and vilify the Black Lives Matter movement. Okay, we all we know all lives matter. They should, but they don't. You know, it 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 is a falsely logical statement. We cannot. We can, We have to challenge people who say that. No, I I agree with that. Yep. If I start talking about this right now, it'll be the podcast will be three hours long, so I'm going to uh, crimp it off there. <laughs> if you want to write me personally and see what I would say to your, uh, your cracker-ass person in your family, I can write a speech for you. How do you feel about the word motherfucker? That's all I'm going to start <laughs> um, I have so many deeply racist people in my family. I had these conversations. I cut off those relationships. I don't know those people because of race. I stopped talking to my father because of race. The last thing I said to him on this earth was fighting with him about using the N-word one more time. I'm like, how fucking old are you going to be until you stop using this word? He was 56. I'm about to turn 56 in July. And I remember fighting with him and being like, what the fuck, dude? 
you can't read and write, and you think you're better than black people. People who have got, gotten degrees and who are mayors and lawyers and presidents and civil rights leaders, you think you're better than that person. Really? Fucking really, Cracker? You're not faithful to your wife. You don't raise our. You don't raise us. You don't put any money into the household. My mom does all that. But you're better than a black person. Fuck you, dude. Literally, one of the last, next to the last things I said to my father was, fuck you over race. And then he died. Um, rapidly, quickly, from gun violence. I guess you reap what you sow. Um, so, I, I just, it's, it's a weird time. It's, a, it's, it, there's all kinds of good, bad, horrible, amazing world-changing shit going on, and there's really no tips for writing that, you know, know your shit, so educate yourself, that's number one thing you can do, you don't have to get in the street if you don't want to, yeah. you can just educate yourself, and then hit racism where it lives, in the moment, yeah, it's going to make your neck, your face burn, your blood pressure's going to go up a little bit, you're going to have to take a breath, you may end up screaming or losing your shit, but as long as you're standing it for the right thing, that is a step in the right direction. And as you do that... You know, it becomes, it becomes practice, It becomes right? habit. It becomes habit. Yeah. So, and that's something I need to learn. I, I avoid conversation or confrontation and conversation. Um, I don't interact with my family, um, partially because I'm the only brown person in my family. And I don't, I just don't feel comfortable. And I don't like it. Yeah. And I, I would go to those things and you've been with my family. They're racist as fuck. And I would just sit there and... They're the polite kind of racist, not though. Not even... They're the polite kind of racist, I've noticed. Like, that, like you know, there are a bunch of Jews sitting around yeah. going, like, well, you know how those people are. And exactly. I'll go, or, the, you know, they're the, they're the all lives matter type of people. Well, all yeah. lives matter. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm like, I, I'm, or I'm, I'm Jewish and we've been uh, persecuted, so... Your uncle is Jewish as fuck. He's the one with, like, he's got the shock absorbers and he's got the stuff. And, again, I'm not anti-Jew. I love me some Jews. Tell me, like, dude, I'm down with a roll with the Hasids. Uh, well, maybe not the Hasids, but like, so he's over here, like he's straight up like orthodox, and he'll he'll say ra racist shit, and yeah. I'm like, the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? You sleep at the shul on Friday night, you're so holy, and you're sitting here saying something about somebody that's racist. Well, yeah, he's racist, and he's he's you know he even said he, he couldn't even shake your hand because you're unclean. Yeah. So I was like, because I'm a woman. What the fuck is wrong with you? So dude? I'll beat your ass, then you'll be unclean all day so, long. So yeah. Anyway, I'd stay away from that. We haven't gotten into fracases yet, but when this is all over and we are in person, I mean, it might be the time to start. Might be starting some shit over some latkes when it comes time to go to the seder. But I mean, that's you know, for people who are listening, who are kind of who feel like they're like me. Yeah. You know it. Take little steps. You know, you when, and I are, when, when I am the fiery one, he's said, like the when something oh, is shit. said and it's yeah. it's like just a very little thing, confront it. Just like what Andre yeah. said, just the, even the smallest thing, confront it. And then the next time you'll have the courage. And you'll and it'll become part of your system. It'll be it'll be, it'll be like putting on your shirt, tying your shoes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, because like in my mind, I am trying to see what is the end result. Where do we need to go? Because that's the way my my mind is oriented. Very cool. I want to get here. So right. the little things that I can do are different than the little things that everyone else can do. Because we're all. It just starts different. with educating people, honestly. Because there are still even there have been people that I have seen like when like a bunch of celebrities start posting stuff about Black Lives Matter, and I I see people in the comments being like, "What happened?" Bitch, are you fucking kidding me? It's been a week, and you still don't know what's going on? No. See, I'm not, I'm not supposed about to, They're that. just supposed to levitate and shit out your entertainment and then go back in the closet in the peanuts and then come out when they have something when to say. I, when I need to be entertained. Because that's what you yeah. are. You are my entertainment. Yeah. I, 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 you exist in my leisure world. You know, don't, don't have a pulse. Don't take it upon yourself to speak out of turn, really. It's just yeah. understand what, what, what re regular people are going through. Okay. I think we have all a lot to say. We're really here to listen to you. You guys reach out to us uh, with your comments to educate us. If you're a white supremacist, though, uh, you're going to get blocked. I, my, I'm a lot, I've been in this for a while. I've been yelling at uh, white Klansmen for a long fucking time. I am not eloquent like my husband. My I'm husband is I'm when you get when you get there, you are very eloquent. When it comes to me, though, I'm just like I'm not gonna sit here and like break down shit to you. I'm like, you suck, dude. Your politics are wrong. You're gonna die soon living that way. 
peace. Like, I don't have big, long conversations. Uh, I don't have arguments. I don't stand in the street. If I can, if I just deduce that you're just some old fucking cracker who's just set in your ways, that's how you're going to die in my mind. I am not, I'm not generous of heart like that. I used to be. I used to sit there, and I, I wasted a lot of my youth explaining to, uh, to people, and I never turned their hearts. So now I'm just like, you suck, bro. Knuckle sandwich. Yeah. I'm not going to hit you because I'm not going to get sued, but I'm going to tell you that yeah. you're on the wrong <laughs> side of history, the wrong side of politics, and if you don't change your heart, that's how you're going to die, rotten in the ground. Bye. <laughs> or as or as like the police chief from uh, Philadelphia said, "Bye, Felicia." Yeah, that's a black phrase. I can't use that. Um, I'll stick to like you know. See you on the other side, Wilbur. <laughs> um. Okay, we're gonna wrap up. Uh, we love you. Thank you for being out there. Thank you for all the actions you're yeah. taking. Thank you for wanting to educate yourself. Um. Thank you for being a part of this. And if you are a person who's hard of heart and racist as fuck, it's not too late to stop being that way. You can come and we, like the prodigal son, you will be welcomed depending on how you step back if you get out of that darkness. If you truly are sincerely interested in stepping out of this racist darkness, we'll embrace you. It's not yeah. too late. You can come back from this. Okay? All right. You guys have any last words before we get yeah. out of here? If, uh, if you have a second to um, see the uh, Reverend Al Sharpton's eulogy, awesome, amazing. At George Floyd's it funeral. It will move you. Yeah. See it. It's a different Watch time. It. It's a different it's time. It's a different time. Yeah. Andre, you want to take us on out of here? Um, Black Lives Matter and on June 14th hashtag all birthdays matter let's do it peace and love bye guys bye